Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Racing fans, join us for the biggest day of the year on Saturday. Run happy Santa Anita Derby Day as America's most important Kentucky Derby prep. The great one $750,000 Run Happy Santa Anita Derby headlines a 12-race card that will also include the $400,000 Santa Anita Oaks and five other stakes. Come early. First post time is at 12 noon. Admission gates open at 10 a.m. And bring the kids. Our annual infield spring carnival is underway now through April 17th. And there's something for everyone with a Ferris wheel, roller coaster, train rides, and much more. Visit SantaAnita.com events. And you can take advantage of big savings on infield admission, unlimited ride wristbands, and much more. Enter our infield area via Gate 6 off of Colorado Place. And don't forget, we offer free admission, free parking, and $3 beers, along with $5 margaritas each Friday. Again, come early on Derby Day. First post time is at 12 noon. Admission gates open at 10 a.m. The following is a sponsored program that does not reflect the opinions or policies of KEIB AM 1150 The Patriot or iHeartMedia. But it's Freehouse in front with 50 yards to run. And it's going to be Freehouse too. But John comes right back and in. They run to the wire. time for Inside Racing, a full hour of coverage on everything going on in the sport of kings here in Southern California and around the country. And here's your host, Jason Levine. Yeah. And live from the iHeart Media Studios in beautiful downtown Burbank, it's Inside Racing with Jay, uh, with uh, Jason Levine, Jay Friedlander here for Jason today. Uh, Jason's enjoying some time away in Australia, visiting his son, and I uh, hope Jason is uh, having uh, you know some fosters. You know, it's Australian for beer, mate. So uh, here in the studios uh, with uh, Kevin Figures, uh, K Fig as he's known in the business. And uh, if you ever want to hear Kevin live uh, on his on-air role, uh, Kevin also has a part uh, on the Anthony and the Fellows show at our sister station. KLAC 570 also uh, streamed on Fox Sports Radio. So you can listen to Kevin just before our show or about, give him a half hour transit time. He's got to get over here. Uh, and uh, it's always some entertaining uh, listening for that. So huge, huge day today. It's Santa Anita Derby Day, uh, and it's the biggest day on the Santa Anita racing calendar. Uh, highlighted by, of course, the $750,000 Santa Anita Derby itself, the Santa Anita Oaks, and a number of other stakes. And uh, this is actually the second biggest purse in all of California. It's the biggest purse at Santa Anita currently. It's three quarters of a million bucks. That's a, that's a lot of scrap.
match. Um, and uh, you know, it's second only to the Pacific Classic down at Del Mar, uh, which is the uh, the million dollar race in California. And uh, we have uh, you know, a lot going on. You probably heard uh, the little advertising spot just before we came on. Uh, the spring carnival's going on, so there are things for the entire family going on there today. And we also have, uh, as far as uh, you know, what's going on in terms of live racing, uh, we have some special guests today to kind of make it special. Uh, the uh, Super Bowl champion Rams, uh, Les Sneed, will be uh, doing the riders up for the San Diego Derby with uh, some other Rams personnel in attendance. We don't know exactly who that is. I'm not promising you it's Matt Stafford, but... It just might be. You never know. So uh, we've got that. And, of course, uh, the great, one of the greatest riders, if not the greatest rider of all time, Lafitte Pinkai Jr., uh, will be uh, presenting the trophy uh, for the San Diego Derby. So lots of reasons to come out. It's a beautiful day out there. So, uh, you know, you couldn't have asked for a better day. This is like a June day in March. So uh, let's uh, let's talk a bit about uh, you know how important the San Diego Derby has been uh, in past years. Um, just in the last uh, decade, the past decade alone, uh, you had three Kentucky Derby winners coming out of that. You had, of course, uh, California Chrome back in 2014. Uh, you also had uh, I'll Have Another back in 2012. And uh, most recently, uh, Justify in 2018. So uh, this has been an ample producer of Derby winners. Even the second spot has been uh, you know, a very, very uh, lucrative spot as uh, horses like um, Silver Charm, uh, who finished second in the Derby, uh, or in our Derby, went on to win that Derby. So, uh, you know, you want to be uh, running in this one. This is one of the most prolific, uh, you know, progenitors of uh, future Triple Crown races. Uh, and, uh, you know, we think that uh, trend will continue today. And in today's San Anita Derby, um, we, uh, you know, we have a, a six-pack, and, you know, it's a little more than we actually expected. We actually have uh, three different, uh, you know, top contenders and three, well, as they say in Gilligan's Island and the rest. But you never know in this game. Uh, so, uh, slugging it out today, uh, that uh, that superstar Messier, who uh, was last seen winning by 15 lengths, formerly trained by Bob Baffert now in the hands of uh, Tim Yachtin, uh with Johnny Velasquez aboard. Uh, Johnny had to give up the mount, though, on the other uh, Tim Yachtin horse, uh, Taiba, who uh, really showed some promise uh, in his last effort. And I think that Taiba is somebody that uh, you know, you're going to want to you know, keep an eye on whether Taiba wins today or not. And finally, Forbidden Kingdom uh, from the Richard Mandela Barn and uh, ridden by Juan Hernandez. Uh, Forbidden Kingdom, Messier met earlier in the season and uh, Messier uh, beat him on the square, but Forbidden Kingdom has developed since then and is expected uh, to be uh, all ready uh, for this one. And look for Forbidden Kingdom to be on the lead, as he usually is, under Hernandez, who I think uh, is really going to be taking over this colony uh, with the exodus of some of the riders. Johnny V is here for another day. So, uh, without further ado, uh, it's time for our, uh, our segment um, that we usually, uh, you know, give to Jason as far as, um, you know, analyzing certain picks. Uh, and uh, in uh, on today's card, uh, we have a special guest, and it's a voice you will have heard before uh, for many years in this market. Uh, so, please welcome to the show, Mr. Vic Stauffer. Good morning, Vic. And Vic will be with us in just a second. Vic, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Vic, great to hear that voice after all these years. As, uh, as of course, our fans know, you were the voice for many, many years of Hollywood Park. Uh, I'm sure uh, you must have some fond memories of that place. Well, yeah. I mean, bittersweet and fond memories. Um, 
who who the heck would think that Hollywood Park would ever go out of business? Uh, it, it still amazes me to this day, and it was many, many years ago. But, uh, you know, that's the nature of uh, life itself, and uh, certainly the, the vagaries of, of horse racing. And uh, I've moved on, and I'm here in Hot Springs, Arkansas, at Oakland, and... Uh, and uh, very happy to have this opportunity. Oh, yeah. You certainly landed on your feet in one of the premier racing uh, establishments in the country. Do you ever think, though, if uh, if uh, Mrs. Everett had built that Cary Grant Pavilion, uh, knocked down the clubhouse and built it there where you could actually see the races, maybe it would have made a difference? What do you mean by that, I, where you could see the races? Well, the Cary Grant Pavilion was way up the back, you know, after the finish line. And uh, you know, most, most people were watching on monitors. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of speculation. If she had put it in the place of the clubhouse, uh, you know, where people wanted to be, like right on the finish line, it would have done better. Right. Well, it might have, but I don't think that would have had anything to do with Hollywood Park going out of business. Um, it was owned by a, a company called the Bay Meadows Land Company, and they had a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders that um, when they were offered a, a, just a ridiculous amount of money for the land, they they weren't allowed to say no. Um, Jack Lebow, who ran the track for many, many years and last four or five years that it was uh, in business, I think singularly was responsible for allowing us to run maybe an extra two or three years. Many people blame him for the closing. I actually think it was just the opposite, that uh, his love for horse racing and his love for Hollywood Park kept us open as long as it did through the 2013 season. Um, but the, that land was worth so much more money than could be made by just operating a racetrack that uh, that the Bay Meadows Land Company really didn't have any choice in the matter because of that fiduciary responsibility, and uh, and that's what happened. And and now SoFi Stadium is on there, and uh, Hollywood Park is just a memory. Yeah, time moves on, as have you, and uh, you've uh, really landed a great place. Uh, Oaklawn Park has some of the biggest purses in the country, some of the finest racing in the country. Uh, you had three Triple Crown preps this year, uh, leading up, uh, of course, to the uh, the ultimate one, the Arkansas Derby, which was the biggest purse at $1.2 million of any of the preps, and uh, three different winners. Uh, so uh, tell me, out of Newgrange, out of Unoho, who kind of finished up the track when he came back after the Rebel, and of course, uh, Cyberknife, who looks good for you going into the Derby season? I think of all of the horses that, that ran, it would be the Arkansas Derby winner, Cyberknife. Um, Barber Road finished on the board in all three of those preps, and he's going to like a mile and a quarter, but boy, Barber Road just kind of strikes you as a horse that's always going to get a big piece of it, but doesn't really seem like a horse that could win a race like the Kentucky Doodle. On the other hand, Cyberknife certainly does. Uh, he is still learning. His race in the Arkansas Derby was, uh, was brilliant in, it, in that it showed a lot of, of just innate God-given ability, but he's, he's still figuring it out. Um, the move that Florent Giroux made leaving the half-mile pole to go between horses and get up and challenge for the lead going into the far turn was a brilliant move, and it was the winning move. And then he was still green down the stretch as he was kind of bobbing and weaving and looking around. His numbers are trending forward, and um, if Brad Cox gets him to Kentucky and he settles in there and and doesn't melt down on a day when there's going to be 135,000 people there, which he might because he is still very, very immature, 
I think he's got the ability to win the race. Um, this is a this is a race that right now, if you took a piece of paper and a pencil and wrote down names of horses that could win, you'd go 10, 12, 14 deep. Literally that many horses that could win the Kentucky Derby this year. So it makes for a, a great story. But of all of the horses that came through Oakland, I think Cyberknife is, is by far the most legitimate horse to consider winning the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, and of course you had the uh, memorable entry of Secret Oath. Uh, Wayne Lucas trying to repeat history 30 years later with another great filly. Uh, looks like she'll uh, wind up being uh, pointed for the Oaks rather than the Derby after a third. But what did you think of Secret Oath going in? Did you think uh, she had a real shot? Or uh, did you think she, you know facing males was maybe a little bit uh, beyond her level? No, I thought she I thought she had a major chance. Um, I knew it would be tough. I knew she would have to probably even move a little bit more forward uh, on her numbers. But yeah, I thought uh, I, I thought I thought she was a major player in the race. Um, some people will say that they think that Louis Contreras rode her poorly. I don't. Um, I, I I think that I actually think that some people say that you know that she moved a little too late or a little too early, I, I actually think that, that they had maybe scared her him into her moving too early that maybe he waited a little too long to punch the button because she was up in a better position leaving the half-mile pole than she was leaving the three-eighths pole where she was three lengths last. Then when he turned her loose, man, she ran by almost three-quarters of the field in seven jumps to get into a position where if she was a great fleet, and nobody, nobody knew going into that race if she was a great filly or just a really nice horse. She would have been able to probably at least run alongside Cyberknife and maybe outfinish him. But after that move, uh, she kind of flattened out, and, uh, and Barbara Road kind of trudged along and got third. We were all hoping that she would be, you know, an Eight Bells type. And as it turns out, she was kind of like an Althea type. Wayne Lucas has said, that when Althea won the Arkansas Derby, she kind of found her friends that day. And she wasn't really a Kentucky Derby horse. And as it turned out, she wasn't, even though she was the favorite in the race she finished 19th in the race that Swale won. So she's a really good three-year-old filly, but, and she'll be tough as nails in the Oaks, but not quite what we all kind of hoped she would be. Yeah, ab- absolutely. But I think Wayne's making the right call. I mean, she might get a piece in the Derby if everything went well, but uh, in the Oaks, those fillies are going to have their hands full. Yeah, um, I, 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 based on what I saw, I, I think a piece in the Derby would be a stretch. Um, and another thing about her, she's also still learning. Um, she finds trouble in races. Every one of her races, something happens that, that compromises her being able to run her very, very best race. And if you're talking about a 20-horse field with 19 boys, she's going to find trouble in that field. So, um <laughs> I think the Oaks is perfect for her, and uh, her and Echo Zulu might put on a hell of a show. I think so as well. So, uh, Vic, we uh, we've loved talking to you, but uh, you know we've uh, actually invited you on the show for a specific purpose today because uh, you've known to be knowledgeable uh, with the thoroughgraph figures and your own handicapping, and uh, we were hoping you'd give us a couple of races today, maybe three of them. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I picked out one at Keeneland, one at Oakland, and one at Santa Anita, so let's talk about them. The first one is a race at Keeneland, and it's the race after the uh, bluegrass, and it's an optional allowance for fillies and mares going a mile and a 16. And I like a horse called Temper Time. She's 7-2 to two on the morning line, but I actually think, which would be a $9 mutual, which would be fine, but I actually think in that race that she might drift up a little bit. One of the keys of Thoroughgraph is not only knowing who can win, but who might be an overbet favorite. And you're going to get one in that race. There's a horse in that race that's called Into Vanishing, who will be the favorite. And I actually think will be a less than two-to-one favorite because she just ran second to Latruska, who is a champion. And everybody's going to see that and say, oh, wow, she's, she, she's much the best. She's the class and all of that. Well, I'll tell you, her numbers are not fast enough to win yet. She has never in her career run fast enough to beat these horses, and it's a 12-horse field, so she's a great bet against. The horse that's trending back to a, an extremely fast race is Temper Time. She just won a turfway on a racetrack that I don't even think she likes. I went back and watched the replay. She never switched off her left lead, but she still won the race. But go back to her numbers at Keeneland, and she's a tough customer and much faster than into vanishing. So the first play would be number five, tempered time in the 10th at Keeneland. And I would use her in the exactas with three horses, actually four horses, with the entry of Suki and Good Penny, with number two, she's a mystery, and also go all the way to the outside. Flavian Pratt got off to a great start yesterday with a couple of wins. I would also use Symbol Juice. So temper time with one, two, and twelve in the tenth at Keeneland. Yeah, and uh, she's a mystery. And Semble Juice both have bring very relevant figures to the table, and they're nice prices at uh, twelve to one. So uh, we could, uh, you know, ring up uh, the cash register on this one. Uh, so, uh, but we're looking at temper time uh, in race ten at Keeneland. And where are we going next? Let's go out to Santa Anita um, and take a look at a race called the Evening Jewel. Uh, there's going to be a very short price favorite in that race. Her name is Connie Swingle, and she deserves to be the favorite. She's a nice filly. Hasn't run since September at Del Mar, but I hear she's training very, very well. But it's funny when a horse starts off their career, and they run so good that sometimes it'll cause the people that own and train them to kind of lose their minds and forget what they really are. And that's the case with a horse called Professor's Pride. She broke her maiden in November at Del Mar and couldn't have looked better doing it. So they tried her in a stake, going long at La Salle, and she won. Okay, now we've got ourselves a really serious racehorse here, and that's fine. But the number that she ran in the stake wasn't close to the number that she ran when she broke her maiden sprinting on the dirt. So we know what we think she is, is a dirt sprinter. Well, we didn't get to find that out for two more starts, because after that, they tried her, and I guess I understand it. They tried her on the turf in the Cal Cup Oaks. She was 3-1 to one and got beat 38 miles. Okay, that's not what she wants to do. Doesn't want to route on the turf. 
So then they tried her going down the hill at Santa Anita, and she said, guys, I don't want to do that either. I'm a nice Calbred Philly by Bayern. I want to sprint on the dirt. Well, that's what she gets to do today. If she goes back to the number her maiden at Del Mar, she is going to gallop. Eddie Truman, J.J. Hernandez, 4-1, to one, and she will be that price. I think just a good solid win bet on number six, Professor's Pride in the Evening Jewel would do well. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I think people will look at uh, her race against uh, on the turf against one of the favorites, Big Novel, and she got thrashed that day. But again, as you point out, that's really not her preferred surface. And if you look back uh, at uh, that uh, dirt mile at Los Alamitos, uh, she beat Big Novel on the square. So uh, Professor Pride is a little bit of a price, uh, certainly uh, would uh, yeah, have a big chance here uh, getting back to what she wants to do. Uh, Tony Exotics? No, I would just make a win bet on her. Uh, I, I think that the Connie horse or big novel are probably part of the exact. And so what I don't want to do is take the third choice and box them with the first and second choice. Uh, that's just that's not the kind of bet that I would advise or make. But I think a good solid win bet in there would, would do well. I think she will be the price that she is on the morning line, which is four to one. And there's nothing wrong with a $10 mutual. I will tell you this. She ran a super fast race when she broke her main. It was a three on thoroughgraph. That makes her in the 99.9 percentile of two-year-old fillies to run that fast. So if she goes back anywhere close to that three, she's going to gallop and at a $10 mutual, that's fine for me. I don't care about the exacto. Yeah, I'll take that. And uh, let's close it out uh, a little closer to home. What do you have for us at Oakland? I like a horse today in the third race at Oakland. Martin Pedroza, who rode in Southern California for decades, made a lot of money by riding horses that other guys didn't want to ride. Maybe that horse was a little goofy in the post parade or in the paddock or in the gates or might have warmed up a little, a, a, a little rocky or run a little rocky. And Pedroza, when a trainer would have a horse like that, and some of the big high-dollar guys didn't want to ride horses like that, especially in claiming races, they'd say, hey, go get me Martin Pedroza. He'll let him ride and he'll let him roll. And that's the kind of horse that I think number one flat lucky in the third race at Oakland is. He's a horse that hasn't made it to the races all that many. He's, he's seven now, and he's run 46 times, but he's, each year he runs less. And he's kind of a getting a little long in the tooth kind of guy, and he runs a little bit rocky. But we got a guy here named Alex Conchari, and he's just like Martin Pedroza, and that is He'll just let him roll, and he'll let him rock and roll. Flat Lucky is a late-running sprinter, and if you consistently bet on late-running sprinters, you're going to lose all your money and have no chips left in about 12 seconds. <laughs> but in this particular case, he catches, I think, a very vulnerable favorite in a horse called Defender. Defender beat a very easy field last time, and every time Defender runs fast, he reacts to it. And he ran very fast last time. So I am going to fade on him. And with late running sprinters, you don't want to change their style. But in the case of Flat Lucky, I think you do. I think you want to ask him to lay closer. And trust me, with Alex Conchari on him, he's going to lay closer because Alex pretty much sends everything he rides. And I think it's going to turn out to be perfect. He'll save every inch of the ground, all three of the numbers that he's run this year, which were all third-place finishes, are good enough to win. He's 5-1 to one on the morning line, and he always finds a race, a way to win at least one race every year at Oakland. So, flat lucky in the third at Oakland. I wouldn't 
I originally thought I would say use defender in the exactas. I don't think you should, because if I don't like him to win off that big number, why would I say that I think he's going to run second off the big number? So the horse to use in the exacta is the outside horse, which is Shotsky. He's perfect for the exactas because he continues to improve, but he's not quite good enough to win. I don't fear him beating Flat Lucky, but... um, Maybe if Flat Lucky gets stopped or something, Shotsky might slip up there and get the money. But I think just a good solid win bet on number one, Flat Lucky at 5-1 to one in the third at Oakland would uh, complete the three plays. And uh, I think if you play those races in that fashion, probably come out and make it a few bucks. At least I hope so. Hope so too, Vic. It sounds like some astute analysis on your part, and we uh, we really appreciate you uh, joining the show this week, and uh, look forward to talking to you again sometime uh, down the road. But uh, have yeah. a great day at Oakland yourself. Yeah, I'm really smart until they run the race. Not <laughs> so much. Yeah, I appreciate it, Jay. Uh, call anytime. All right. Thank you, Vic. Uh, Vic Stauffer from Oaklawn Park. Uh, we'll take our first break at this point, and uh, on the flip side, Steve Pollock will join us. The Patriot AM 1150. Naira has become the go-to for betting horse racing for fans across the country. They enjoy incredible HD live video and replays, competing in online contests, and earning more back with exclusive promotions. It all starts with new players earning up to a $200 new member bonus with promo code JASON200. Sign up now at NairaBets.com or download the NairaBets app to get started with promo code JASON200. Racing fans, join us for the biggest day of the year on Saturday, Run Happy Santa Anita Derby Day, as America's most important Kentucky Derby prep, the great one $750,000 Run Happy Santa Anita Derby, headlines a 12-race card that will also include the $400,000 Santa Anita Oaks and five other stakes. Come early. First post time is at 12 noon. Admission gates open at 10 a.m. And bring the kids. Our annual infield spring carnival is underway now through April 17th. And there's something for everyone with a Ferris wheel, roller coaster, train rides, and much more. Visit SantaAnita.com events. And you can take advantage of big savings on infield admission, unlimited ride wristbands, and much more. Enter our infield area via Gate 6 off of Colorado Place. And don't forget, we offer free admission, free parking, and $3 beers, along with $5 margaritas each Friday. Again, come early on Derby Day. First post time is at 12 noon. Admission gates open at 10 a.m. This is the Patriot, a.m. 1150. Welcome back to Inside Racing. Uh, Jay Friedlander in for Jason today. Uh, little Philly music today uh, in honor of uh, K-Fig's partner, uh, 
over on the Overnight Show. Uh, Anthony does his show from the Fox Sports Radio studios in Philadelphia. I, of course, grew up in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, as I've reminded you numerous times on the show. Uh, enough that you're probably sick of hearing it, but uh, it's a great place for uh, sports and music. And uh, Philadelphia 76ers uh, certainly have a representative team with MVP candidate Joel Embiid. We'll see how far they go. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thanks thanks to Vic for uh, representing for Thoroughgraph this week. Uh, Thoroughgraph had a huge week this week. Uh, they uh, had a big pick three at Keeneland, $1,038, uh, also followed by a, a $786 pick three. Uh, as well, uh, so uh, and a thirty-six dollar bet, bet, uh, best bet exacta in the features. So uh, big, big opening start at the Keeneland meet for Thoroughgraph and a pair of best bet winners at Santa Anita, seven eighty and six dollars, forty dollar cold best bet daily double in the middle of the cart. So uh, Thoroughgraph is rolling. Uh, so uh, I thought at this point uh, I would give you one of my picks. I'm going to go to Santa Anita at this point, and uh, I'm going to look at a uh, – I know we've got a lot of stakes today, but I am going with a maiden claimer in race eight. And the reason I've chosen that race is, you know, as, as much as we like to talk about the prestigious races, uh, like the Oaks uh, with a Dare Manor uh, who's odds-on today and looks like an Amazon, uh, you know, we want a better race where we can win the most money. And uh, I just uh, think uh, looking at this race, it's a full field on the dirt, which is what I like. And uh, the favorites here. Uh, you've got number eight, Poseidon's Kid at seven to two. Uh, you also have Arthur Spooner at four to one. The one I like is also four to one. That's number 10, Sawasti. Uh, Sawasti comes from Modest Connections, the Debbie Winnick Barn, Brees Blanc, back from a very, very severe injury and riding well again. And uh, Brees, of course, is known for turf. Uh, and uh, this one's on the dirt. But this one just looked like a different horse on the dirt. Uh, it ran in a $50,000 claimer, so the drop certainly helped. But led every step, which is not something uh, that Sawadee did uh, in his turf efforts or his uh, tapita efforts as well. Uh, and uh, just barely missed by a nose. And I think with just a little improvement off of that one uh so Wasti can get there today uh so uh, we're going to use Sawasti. we'll play a 50 cent trifecta uh and we'll use uh, also uh dutch bus and uh, a real long shot 15 to 1 a rickery uh who comes from way off the pace and is just the kind that can pick up some pieces knock down some dominoes and blow up the trifecta at a big price and i don't think Sawasti is going to get bet based on the connections let's play a 50 cent trifecta with Sawasti on top 10 with 1 4 12 with all 10 with all with 1 4 12 1 4 12 with 10 with all uh the little saver 1 4 12 with 1 4 12 with 10 and there are three first time starters we're going to throw them into a saver 6 7 11 with 10 Sawasti with 1 4 12 and without further ado let's welcome Mr. Steve Pollock to the show good morning Steve good morning Jay how are you doing Doing great, Steve. Uh, and uh, speaking of doing great, uh, you certainly have been doing uh, very well yourself. Uh, you uh, had a uh, in the free play uh, with Santos to Wilson, uh, a fifteen to one shot. Came in and paid a big eleven eighty place price, which is uh, more than uh, some win prices, and a hundred twenty six dollars super. Uh, yesterday, you kept the roll going with Kirsten Bach, who looked like he was going to fold every step in the stretch, and just held on and uh, just uh, made it to the line at a nice big twelve dollar price. But uh, your biggest prices, uh, they uh, weren't necessarily on the air, but uh, you had the distinction of uh, selecting the winners of both the Arkansas Derby and the Florida Derby on top. So uh, before we get into your picks, tell me a little bit, what were your impressions of uh, those winners, uh, White, Abario, and Cyberknife, and how do they look to you going forward? 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Very interesting, Jay. Uh, you know, I like, to, I like to read the charts, and I like to, you know, you watch the race, and you think, okay, that horse ran really good, or that horse didn't run really good, but I like to compare uh, the times of the day and at, at Arkansas, for example, they had seven route races. So, uh, so how did Cyberknife fare compared to the other horses? I mean, ran a very, very ordinary one fifty point four two. I didn't think those horses were were going very good at the end. Secret Oath was a no excuse third. Maybe they were boys in there, but I, I did not. I was very unimpressed with that race as far as for you know where the three year old picture. Uh, I don't know that the winner is coming from there. Um, mm, man, uh, that there was nothing really great to say. I'm very shaky on chart. Uh, 150.42 for that mile and an eighth. There was a maiden breaker, a uh, horse named Santos Dumont. You might want to write this horse down. This horse ran 142 for a mile and a 16th. And it was a much faster race. Every every point of the way ran ran about a full second faster for a mile in that race. Um, so, uh, just didn't like to see that nothing positive to say there in the Florida Derby. Um, you know, that they, they didn't run all that fast in that race either. One fifty point six four was the final time. Uh, that race came home. I had that race coming home five lengths slower than a horse named fearless an older horse. And I think when you see the, the, you know, the top older horses, they should run faster, but I don't think fearless is a top older horse. I think he's a good horse. Um, but when they run that much faster, or they come home that much faster. It's an eye opener for me. These three-year-olds should be better than that by now. I thought White Aberio was struggling. I was really watching him closely. Um, so I think we've got two races that are going to be real key. I think the Florida Derby first few finishers, and I, I think the Arkansas Derby first few finishers are, are going to really have a tough time. Uh, you know, in in the uh, in the Derby. So uh, for me. Uh, even though I had both of those horses on top, I did not think those horses were great, Jay, and I think they can both be beaten. 
Okay, and uh, you certainly got them at the right point of the curve, uh, just uh, when they were ready to you know, peak their best race, but now the water gets a little bit deeper. And uh, so certainly that leads into the obvious question. Um, it, it, you've got some races to look at today. From what you've seen so far, though, uh, who, uh, who are you uh, kind of leaning toward, uh, you know, barring the fact that we have some new shooters today to look at? Well, I mean, the, the epicenter uh, from Louisiana Derby, I mean, that race came back incredibly strong. Uh, I don't see any knocks on that horse. It was able to rate last time. I mean, he certainly looks like the horse to beat right now. And I think the 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 the, the, uh, the top three at Santa Anita could have something to say about that in the Santa Anita Derby today. I mean, Santa Anita Derby and Louisiana Derbies have both been key. And even though that's a short field, I would I would really, really look at that and yeah, there might be another horse or two that I've got my, you know, I've got circles around that I'm going to, you know, see how that race goes. But I think today's race is really, really important to Santa Anita Derby. It's always really important, and it's a big race in its own self. But I think this race is really important for the pace of the race because Forbidden Kingdom really seems to have one way to go. And a lot of the horses that are in the race don't have some speed. I think there are a couple horses that do, and I think if Mandela sends Forbidden Kingdom – Obviously, he's going to be a contender. He will have run well in here. And, uh, you know, I think it's a big thing as to how this horse does today as to whether he's going to run first Saturday in May. So uh, I think that's extremely important. I don't know if I like Forbidden Kingdom today, especially at 6-5. to five. I would sort of lean towards Messier. Even even Taiba, a horse that only ran one time, was, was amazing on tape. Uh, I don't know if you can stretch out running six furlongs uh and and win a mile in an eighth race so i'm leaning toward messier but i think it's a very very important race because i just don't think what we're seeing that strong a horses so far and even though this is a pretty short field i'm going to really have my eyes open for the santa anita derby today and see how those horses run for sure yeah how would you like to be johnny velasquez in his farewell uh for the spring at least to uh this colony as he shifts his tack back east along with flavian and along with respoli uh he had to choose between messier and taiba and of course you gotta choose messier based on what he's done but uh had to be hard to give up taiba yeah i mean uh, that you know that i mean you gotta let the jockey agent do his work and and then you just hope that uh you know that 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 they're able to be a good enough handicapper i mean that's what you're really doing if you're if you're looking at choices i mean they're both nice horses uh obviously messier has a lot more experience and uh and and that's where he's gotta go but um uh so i mean tough tough choice for sure tough choice for him for sure uh but i i believe he's made the right one. Yeah. Well, speaking of tough choices, uh, you had to choose from uh, a dozen races today, and uh, you landed on race one. Let's go there. I did, Jay. It's not a big field, but I think we can get the crowd started off to the to a good start in here. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to like the one-horse Alice Marble, who we were fortunate enough to have last time. Uh, got bet down a little bit late, but um, this horse has certainly been running one good race after the next. She's tactical, but she's also inside, and I, I think that's going to make the difference for me. I, I like the outside horse in here, Royal Address. Uh, she's 6-1. to one. I, I like the fact that she has some speed because I don't see a whole lot of it in this race, and I think being tactical is key. Uh, but this horse came out in January, her first race of her four-year-old career, and I thought she ran really well. Uh, and then she ran down the hill. For the second straight time, and I thought she ran really well again. I, I mean, I just like both of her races. Uh, she's six to one because 
you got horses coming out of bigger races, and I, you see this a lot. You got horses like Tap Water coming out of stake races, and you got Dallas Marble coming out of the Wishing Well. And I think the bottom line is, is I think the race the Royal Address ran last time is going to win this race if she can repeat it. And I liked her previous one too. I think six to one is too high on her, and that's why I like her. I think she'll be in good position throughout. And I think she's the best horse. So I'm going to play number six Royal Address in here at six to one to win. I'm going to box her in the exacta with the one Alice Marble. And I think the two horses are real X factor in here. Might like this distance. We see a lot of these riders cutting back, liking this distance. And she sprinted before and run well. She's a fresh four-year-old. Just wonder why she shows up in here. It's a real strange place for her. But this is a great two $200,000 sprint race. Sometimes that's hard to find for turf. Uh, for turf Philly, so I think this is a good one to use in here as well. So I'm going to use uh, the two in here as well. But we're going to take the horse jumping way up in class, the local horse royal address for Neil Drysdale. Going to play her to win. I'll play two ex- simple exacta boxes in here with the one Alice Marble and the two Toby's Heart. It's the six royal address in the opening race out at Santa Anita today, Jay. All right, Steve. And, of course, any time you can knock off the favorite, you're going to get paid. And uh, certainly Royal Address is a value at that 6-1. to one, And those numbers are right in line with the favorite. So uh, uh, we're looking for number 6 Royal Address to kick us off uh, with a nice score uh, in the opener at Santa Anita. Steve, uh, really appreciate you coming on. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more and evaluate this big day of racing next week. All right, Jay. Everybody have a great day out there. Enjoy yourselves. Look forward to talking to everybody then. All right. Thank you, Steve. And we're going to go ahead and take our second commercial break here, and uh, we'll be coming back on the flip side with another guest, uh, Mr. Anthony Stabile, who's been on the show before uh, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, so you're listening to uh, th- you're listening to uh, Inside Racing with Jason Levine on KEIB 1150, uh, the uh, Patriot here on the Coast FM studios. We'll be back. Start winning at the races with Daily Racing Form's new Mobile Pass Performances. Access the most trusted information in horse racing, including exclusive buyer speed figures and best-in-class expert selections. Experience the new mobile-optimized DRF Pass Performances on your phone from anywhere at any time. Get true mobile PPs with every DRF race card you download. Try DRF Mobile Pass Performances today at DRF.com. You're listening to The Patriot, AM 1150. to Inside Racing with uh, Jason Levine, Jay Friedlander in for Jason today, who's enjoying a well-deserved day off. 
And uh, just wanted to mention a couple of things going on. Uh, of course, there's a huge stakes uh, card at uh, Santa Anita. It's a beautiful day, so get out there and enjoy it. Uh, enjoy all the fun uh, festivities going on in conjunction with the card. Uh, and uh, just wanted to mention uh, from our uh, our partner, Naira Betts. Uh, and uh, Naira Betts, of course, we've been working with for some time. And uh, they've got some promotions going on. And uh, uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, the road to the Derby this week goes through Naira Betts and the... Uh, and uh, let's see. I'll actually come back to this promo in a moment. Uh, so I'm going to, at this point, before we hit the promo, we'll do that right before Anthony comes on. I want to give you my uh, Keeneland pick. And I'm going to do the uh, bluegrass stakes here. And uh, in the bluegrass stakes here, the uh, two favorites are kind of deep closers. Smile Happy and uh, Zandon. And uh, these these horses both certainly have the uh, credentials to win, having uh, done well in the preps before this. And uh, just wanted to mention that um, the uh, horse that I like here is one that uh, certainly uh, has not shown quite uh, the uh, the stamina that we've liked to see before. And that's uh, but uh, this is a horse that's up and coming. Number six, Emmanuel. Uh, Emmanuel is a uh, is a horse that um, uh, has really shown the tactical speed that the other two have not really shown. Uh, and I just think think uh, that um, at six at a nine to two price uh, Emmanuel coming off a nice effort in the fountain of youth uh, is ready for better things and uh, I think he's gonna get first run on the two favorites and uh, will deliver a nice price I think he'll get every penny of that nine to two price uh, number six Emmanuel uh, to uh, take this uh, for uh, uh, the uh, Todd Pletcher and Luis Saez connections who did so well at Gulfstream Park uh, there are also a couple of maidens in the race that uh, or a couple of uh, really lightly raced horses one of them as a maiden. Uh, number one, Command Performance, who Arad Ortiz thought enough of to stick with in a grade one, and you don't see many maidens in a grade one. And number two, Fenwick, who uh, beat uh, Command Performance handily and who's 20 to one. So I, I really think uh, that uh, these two could really kind of shake it up, and uh, there's uh, every bit of a chance that uh, there could be a, a bit of an upset here. Uh, but um, I, I do think the price horse that I like best is uh, number six, Emmanuel. Uh, let's play the, trifect the uh, trifecta like so. We'll play Emmanuel with those two favorites. We'll play 4, 6, 10. Uh, in the second slot, let's throw in that 1 and 2, those two prices, the Maiden and that uh, other horse that uh, that beat the Maiden, Fenwick. And uh, we'll use all in the third spot. So it's a 4, 6, 10 with 1, 2, 4, 6, 10 with all. And then uh, we're going to play a little saver with the 1 and 2 on top. Uh, 1, 2 with 1, 2, 4, 6, 10 with 1, 2, 4, 6, 10. And uh, could be some nice trifecta prices here in the grade 1 bluegrass. And uh, now, uh, please, uh, let's welcome back to the show uh, from Naira Betts, Mr. Anthony Stabile. Good morning, Anthony. Jay, how are you? Happy Memorial Day. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, same to you. We'll look forward to that. And uh, looking forward to a huge day around the country. Uh, we just talked about the bluegrass. Uh, we've got the Sandy Derby. And, of course, uh, in your backyard, we have the Wood Memorial. So I'm going to ask you about that. But uh, just, uh, you know, we haven't talked before. Uh, so you've uh, you've pretty much grown up around the racetrack, haven't you? You've been a, a Yeah, hop. over here. Uh, grew up at Aqueduct. Uh, literally, parents, parents met here. Um, live a mile away. Same house my whole life. And uh, there's a little patch of grass right on the right before the clubhouse turn that I essentially grew up on. I have friends that uh, guys and guys and gals I'm still friends with to this day. We'll did some racing around the patch of grass, played some football on the grass. I didn't win a lot of those races, but I was the first one there every Saturday and Sunday waiting to get my uh, my tail kicked. Um, <laughs> you just got to show up, man. It's show up, showing up's half the battle. So, uh, but yeah, a lot of my. Uh, 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My whole life has really been led, lived here and, and led here at Aquanut, So Yeah, and you were a, a jockey. place. Yeah, you were a jockey agent, too. Uh, who did you work with? No, I, my dad, my, so, my, so my dad's Anthony as well. I've done a little bit of everything. I was a jockey agent for about three and a half weeks. I found out I was allergic to 5.30 in the morning, so I decided to <laughs> focus my uh, focus my attention on the media side of things. I, I had a gentleman by the name of Michael Colinari, and I made about $300 in three and a half weeks, and I was like, yeah, 5.30 in the morning, this just is not for me. So. Yeah, yeah, it's not for everybody. And uh, yeah, certainly uh, we do the show at 7 in the morning here, so not quite as bad, but I feel you. And uh, so... Uh, just kind of curious, you uh, you do a show on Naira Betts, you do the house show there uh, on the Naira Betts broadcast. Uh, you work with a, a gentleman named uh, Andy Serling. Uh, Andy, for those that don't know, was the uh, character uh, in uh, Andy Byer's book, The Kid in the 50,000 Year at the Races. So uh, I'm guessing uh, he's had a few stories to tell you. He's got plenty of stories as well. Yeah, talking horses is... Uh... I think it's the I think it's the benchmark for pregame shows. Uh, I'm a little biased at that, but Andy and I put a lot of work into that, and we have a great time with it, and I, I think it's received really well. And of course, we ventured out to America's Day at the races on Fox Sports. We had a big day today. FS, uh, you know, all the action on Fox Sports starting at one o'clock. So check your local local listings, Fox Sports One, Fox Sports Two today, all weekend long. Um, we have the long shows now. Uh, we cover the the action hot and heavy for the next seven or eight months. And you can always just check on Fox Sports what's going on. We got all we got you covered over at Naira Bets. I got four blogs up. We got a little uh, tip sheet for Keeneland and Santa Anita. Apparently, that tip sheet for Keeneland rendered a little bit useless some of the early races for the fact that they're off the turf in some of the earlier races. Just got the changes in from Keeneland. But yeah, I mean, should be fun racing all all around this week. And you guys, of course, have the big ca- have the Santa Anita Derby and the big card out at the Great Race Place today. Keeneland has their card right here. Um, at the big A, we got uh, we got the little memorial. Yeah, and uh, yeah, got some uh, special promos going on today. I'm sure with all the big races. We got the final leg of the Derby Bankroll Builder. So if you played along, Tampa Bay Derby, Louisiana Derby, Florida Derby, Wood Memorial today. Go to NairaBets.com. Opt in to all the promotions like you have to do. Bet fifty or more to win on one horse in the Wood Memorial. I'll be betting my money on early voting. You don't have to do that. I'll be betting my at least fifty. It'll be more than fifty, I promise. Uh, and then you'll have twenty five dollars win or lose in your account for Kentucky Derby time. The other promotion today is if you bet seventy five dollars each at Aqueduct, Keeneland, and Santa Anita, shouldn't be hard on this, a, a big day like this. You get twenty five dollars win or lose. So head over to NairaBets.com, sign up for an account bonus uh, stakes two hundred. Uh, for the sign-up code, and then you get uh, you get opt into all those promotions. Excellent. 
So, uh, hey, let's talk about that Wood Memorial. Uh, traditionally, uh, the Wood Memorial has not been the uh, the greatest producers of Kentucky Derby winners. Let's uh, let's uh, put it that way. I mean, there's been a couple of uh, memorable ones, um, and uh, but uh, today uh, you've got a couple of uh, undefeated horses going in. You've got Morello. Uh, you've got the one you mentioned, uh, and uh, early voting, who uh, I was really thought was flattered when Unoho came back and took the Rebel uh, in Arkansas. So, uh, how do you break that race down? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, you know, early voting went from the mile to the mile and an eighth on the two-turn stretch out, which was impressive to me. It's just his third start. This Aqueduct racetrack, Jay, this winter and spring has been a little bit of an oddity. Um, it's been hard. I know a lot of figure makers have had a tough time gauging this track from Bayer to Craig Mikowski over a time form to the Sheets guys. So, uh, you know, this is one of the things Andy hates, I say, is the eye test. But early voting has certainly passed the eye test with flying colors in both of the starts. Um, his maiden win was impressive. His withers win was more impressive. It's kind of against the track a little bit that day. And he just it was a smash mouth performance. He went fast early and, uh, you know, naturally was going to slow down a little bit late. But he's got plenty of speed. He might face some other speed today. Um, you know, he has a horse like long term, one of them, you know, the maiden for Todd Pletcher, one of three for Pletcher in the race right to his outside. Uh, Safi Joseph sending two up, one of them AP Secret, has some early speed. I don't think either of these horses are anywhere near as fast as early voting is. But, you know, intent could be part of this, right? Todd also has Mo Donegal, who comes from off the pace. So maybe long term goes and helps the cause a little bit on the front, on the front end. AP Secret, Safi Joseph also has Skippy Longstocking, who comes from off the pace. So maybe some tactics are employed. They're just not fast enough. With that said, though, early voting is going to have to go fast. I don't know if it's going to make a difference at the end. I think of all the horses on this trail right now, he has the most blue sky. I think a lot of I, I don't, that's not to say some of these horses don't have room for improvement, but I think you can find the biggest improvement from him at the right time. I still think he has it in him. So if he takes that step forward today. I'd be looking forward to seeing him on the first Saturday night. I think he has that kind of talent. Yeah, he certainly made no mistakes and uh, certainly opened up by daylight. Looked a little green in the stretch in the last, and uh, really he was geared down a little bit. So I'm not too worried about the diminishing margins. But you think he's got, got what it takes to take uh, Morello on and beat him? I do. You know, Morello's been good. And Morello, what's been impressive about Morello is when you look at him physically, I think you kind of say to yourself, I don't know if this horse is going to go that far. And then his buyer speed figure has improved 12 points in each of his starts from six to seven to a mile. That's very impressive. Now he'll have to handle the two turns for the first time today. He's by classic empire out of a congrats, man. You can't imagine it's going to be a problem, but he still has to do it. And you have other horses in here, namely his two biggest rivals in Mo Donegal and Early Voting, who have not only handled the two turns, they've handled the two turns right here at Aqueduct. I think that's the funnest part of this race for me today, Jay. Mo Donegal has his biggest win at Aqueduct. Early Voting has both of his wins at Aqueduct. Morello, all three of his wins are at Aqueduct. And then the other undefeated horse is kind of getting lost in the shuffle a little bit. And it's understandable because he's a state bred is Barisi on the far outside. 
He's a perfect three for three, and he has a couple of state red stakes wins right here at the Big A. One going six and a half, one going the mile. So, like Morello, he's going to have to answer the two turn question as well. But I think the fact that the horses that will easily the first three choices, Modonagal, early voting, and your likely favorite Morello, all have done their best work right here at Aqueduct. So there's no quote unquote excuse if. You know, it's not going to be the racetrack. It shouldn't be the racetrack anyway. They've all had great success here already. Yeah, nobody uh, is going to be able to say they didn't like the track. Uh, so uh, tell me this. Um, I, I wanted to touch base with you on the other two big preps around the country today. But uh, based on what you've seen, uh, do you think uh, the, you know, the favorites here, Morello and early voting, uh, can be serious factors uh, going into the, in the big derby? I would think if you put a gun to my head and asked me, and this is kind of how I, how I handicap the race. I think the three big, I think in order, early voting, Mo Donegal, and Morello could have the biggest impact on the Kentucky Derby, depending on the result today. Um, I'm going to use all three of them in the late pick five. I'm going to use all three of them in the cross. We have a cross-country pick five today, hooking up two of the stakes from Keeneland and three of our races here at the Big A, including the Bluegrass and including the Wood Memorial. So plenty of Triple Crown influence in that cross-country pick five today, um, which you could play at Naira Betts. Yeah. There'll be a ticket post. There'll be a ticket posted in a little while. I'm putting some tickets together as soon as we hang up, and i got to run downstairs to do talking horses. But I think those three, in that order, could have. Because if early voting runs as well as I think he can run, I think he'll have a big say, say in things in four weeks in Louisville. I really do. Yeah. Um, I think Mo Donegal can certainly have it. My biggest qualm with my biggest issue with Mo Donegal is his penchant for breaking poorly. At some point, that catches up to you, and it could hurt him today. I mean, he still needs some points to get in. That's one. And number two, the last thing you want to be doing in a twenty-horse field on the first Saturday in May is breaking poorly. So he's going to need to overcome those issues, especially when his two main rivals today have a ton of speed, right? Even Morello's not that. I mean, early voting's fast. Morello's not slow by any means. So they'll have a they, – if he breaks poorly again, even if he breaks cleanly, they figure to have a tactical advantage. But the last thing he needs to do is spot them an extra length or two uh, when they're already going to be in front of him. Exactly. So real quick before you go, uh, just uh, touch real quickly on uh, who you like in the Bluegrass. Who do you like in the San Diego Derby? I like Zandon in the Bluegrass. Uh, I thought that first race back in the Risen Star was a useful one. He did not break well. He wound up wide. And I think Smile Happy, Smile Happy looked more like a horse that needed the race. He got a little bit of a better trip than Zandon did. I think Zandon was probably better prepared to win the risen star and the, 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 the poor start probably hurt him smile happy. Well, I'm not saying he wasn't prepared to win. I think there was a bigger picture in mind from his barn. And I thought that race was going to be useful for him. I thought they were the two. I thought a couple of prices were the maiden from Pletcher command performance. I thought volcanic, uh, the number five, who was third to classic causeway. In the Sam F. Davis, I thought they had a couple of long shot looks, and I think you, you might want to take another look at Emmanuel. He did not get a great trip in the Fountain of Youth last time uh, when he was one of the favorites. Maybe maybe another look at him. 
And out at the great race place, I tell you, it looks like a two-horse race between Forbidden Kingdom and Messier. I've liked what I've seen from Forbidden Kingdom. At some point, I wonder if the bottom end of his pedigree catches up to him as far as the distances are concerned. Um, and I know neither of them really haven't beat much out there. The problem is, I don't know how good that that contingency out in California is. So they get to take each other on today. And they they, they might be enough to, to settle the score. And then you have the other former Baffert that's with Tim Yakin Taiba on the outside. That's a big ask for him to go to six to a mile and an eighth. But, and that was some debut. And can handle that in just five weeks. So the gun runner might have a big say in the matter as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a horse uh, that has a ceiling a mile high. And the question is, is it today? But, uh, hey, you only get to run in the Derby once, and uh, they're taking their swing and more power to them. Uh, but uh, speaking of taking swings, you've taken some nice ones here today for us, Anthony. Appreciate all the insights, and uh, let's uh, look forward to a, a big race today in your backyard in the wood, and uh, let's go early voting. Let's go early voting. Have a great day, everyone. Remember to play all the action over at NairaBets.com. All right. Thank you. Anthony Stabile from Naira Bets. And uh, speaking of Naira Bets, uh, just want to mention that the road to the Derby goes through Naira Bets. And uh, we're uh, going to have a, a, a big uh, promotion today. Anthony mentioned some of the other promotions. But uh, today, the road to the Derby goes through Naira Bets, Aqueduct, and the long-awaited Wood Memorial down this weekend. Uh, the Derby Bankroll Builder continues this weekend with the Wood Memorial Bet $50 to win on one horse. Win or lose, get a $25 bonus. Just opt into the promo at NairaBets.com. And if you're new to Naira Bets, join today and you can bet tracks like Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oakland, Santa Anita, and 300 more while enjoying a $200 sign-up deposit match bonus. Just use promo code J and 200 and get in on the action today and be sure to tune into America's Day at the Races on Fox Sports 2 every afternoon all, all weekend long for additional coverage including Mr. Stabile uh, and his show and coverage on America's Day at the Races. So uh, anyway there's a huge card today we've uh, talked about a few of the races we're just going to uh, wrap it up by touching on a few we haven't talked about in the Kentucky in the uh, San Anita Oaks uh, Deer Manor just as won by freakish distances and will be very hard to deny in the San Anita Oaks uh, I would say under the stars looks like the main contender uh, from those co connections of Tim Yachtin and Mike Smith who you're going to see a lot more uh, in uh, in a certain absence here so uh, looking forward to uh, Mr. Yachtin doing well uh, with the horses he's inherited uh, we uh, we have some other stakes as well. Uh, in addition, the San Diego Derby is coming up in race six. We've uh, talked about that a little bit already. Uh, we've got the Royal Heroine stakes coming up. Uh, we're at the favorite. Uh, Going Global, who is four for four uh, at Santa Anita, will be making her comeback. Accelerina looks like the main foe. And uh, the, uh, let's see, and of course, uh, we've talked about... Um, uh, my pick there, and uh, finally, um, the evening jewel stakes will close it out, and uh, that's uh, one that um, where uh, uh, Vic talked about that, and uh, Connie Swingle uh, is the favorite there, but we're looking for Professor's Pride to come on that one. And uh, that's it for uh, Inside Racing today. Uh, we'll be back one more week, and then Jason will be back from Australia in two weeks, and uh, looking forward to having Jason back. Great day today out to be at the big, uh, great race place. Go get them.
WB Los Angeles. This is The Patriot, AM 1150, broadcasting throughout the Southland and all over the world on iHeartRadio. The Patriot, AM 1150. The following is a sponsored program that does not reflect the opinions of... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 